Football genius Burgess and Stephanie Fitzpatrick, aka the Advantage Coach. And I have officially forgotten <laughs> the episode number. <laughs> See, that's why I, told you I was not trying to keep up with that. I, I do right. Yep, I already do better. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what this episode is going to be called yet, but just know it's another one. <laughs> <laughs> We here. We right. Here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but we got another episode for you guys. Um, we are. Uh, what was I about to say? We are um, <laughs> on the second week of um, doing the podcast from two different places. Yes. Um, and because we're doing it from two different places, the sound quality isn't the greatest. Um, we're going to continue to find um, ways around that because uh, when we were recording um, in the program the sound had gotten much better and better and you know we want to keep that quality so yeah y'all just bear with us bear with us please bear with us like you know we thought we had this worked out before I left but right never know until you really are actually doing it like what it's going to be like. So just right. bear with us. Bear with us. <laughs> yes. But uh, let's jump right into it. We uh, okay. we got Who's Really Right. Yeah. And for this week, <laughs> our Who's Really Right is, should the injured starters take a back, te- back seat to the successful backups in the NFL? The injured starting quarterback, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Should they take a, a back seat to the successful backups in the NFL. Okay, now, so okay, so when we talked about this, we talked about this, and you said this needs to be a case by case. Thing. Definitely, you definitely got to take it case by case. Case by case, because in your mind, one in particular, you said there's no way you can say yeah about him. Right. So, so um, take it case by case. Let's go. So, so that's okay. So we'll start with. Um, and so one of them, one of the starters has already come back. So we'll just throw out there, we'll throw out the, uh, well, I guess you can't really call him a successful uh, backup, but we'll throw out the names <laughs> of the backups and the starters. Um, and we'd have to go case by case with them. So, um, the one that I kind of, uh, stayed on mm-hmm. was Teddy Bridgewater as the backup in New Orleans. Yeah. And obviously, he is uh, in place of Drew Brees. Correct. Now, for this one, I don't know if we would be in agreement, (laughs) (laughs) but you guys know it's who's really right. When when Drew Brees comes back, he 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 has to get a starting job. He's a Hall of Famer, and he was playing well before the injury. Okay. Um. 
this will probably be the one instance where we can't say I, I would have to agree on this one. Right. I this is the only one that I see. Um, only because, like you said, um, it wasn't like Drew Brees was falling off, right? Or that he wasn't um, playing at a high level, right? It was literally just a freak accident that caused him to have this injury, and so, um, yeah, it, he's probably. Out of the ones who are like out right now, he would definitely be the one case that I might say, okay, um, yeah, let because I know that the level of play that he'll come back, I'm going to assume, I don't know, that the level of play that he will come back with would be far superior to even what Teddy Bridgewater has been able to maintain. Yes. So he's the only one. I'm gonna give you that. Okay. One. Well, so so let's jump to someone who we would probably disagree with, and okay. this one will be uh, the Carolina Panthers with Kyle Allen being the backup, and yep. obviously Cam Newton being the starter. Yeah. So, ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yes. Aren't you such a gentleman? <laughs> um, I. And it's funny because I started this conversation with you when we were doing the production meeting about being here in Carolina and in Charlotte, particularly where the Panthers are. Right. The buzz and conversation um, on the news and everything, it was real. it's been really funny because I think that people honestly are on the same page that I, I'm on, but who's surprised because I'm really right. Um, <laughs> is that um, in this situation, I believe Kyle Allen has has proven to me um, that he has a better grasp on this offense and with his offensive players right now. It's unlike what you said about Drew Brees, Cam Newton wasn't playing at the top of his game. Okay. When he left, left, when he got injured, okay. Um, and I know that some of that is due to injuries, but I still think, and I don't know that even if you're you're clear to play from the injury that you all reported, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're clear that you you're injury free. Yes. And so, if I'm the coach, I'm saying until Kyle Allen is bombing out, and he. Looks like a backup again. Yeah, he's gonna play, and you're just gonna have to sit there and watch. You gotta ride the high hand. You you gonna have to. Okay, so the reason why I disagree mm-hmm. is, you know, I'm always thinking business. Mm-hmm. I feel like there is a business decision here that you have to make with keeping or bringing back Cam Newton as the starter once he's fully healthy. One, no one really knew about this Liz Frank injury that Cam Newton had in his foot, mm-hmm. which could, could, which you can attribute to a poor play. Okay. Um, which I gave you that. I give you that. But Cam Newton is, and I don't know what year this is in that contract that he signed. I, I feel like he may have two more years left. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going to move on from him after this year, 
you need to be sure that you aren't going to get anything else out of them. So, Mm -mm. okay. And, you know, it, it may prove if Cam Newton comes back and he stinks it up and you have to go back to Cal Allen, then that's fine too. But I think you have to make the business decision of um, deciding if you haven't, like, if you've decided already that Cam's not our guy going forward and we're not going to invest any more in him, then you, mm-hmm. you need to attempt to trade him now. And then we don't even have to worry about this. But there's no reason to have a 100% Cam Newton on your roster if you're going to play Cal Allen for the rest of the year or at least ride him until uh, until, he, His wheels he, until the off. wheels fall off. <laughs> so. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know. Um, I get the business decision, uh-huh. but I'm so big on chemistry. Yes. And right now, it appears Kyle Allen has the chemistry to take this team forward. I don't know if they would have this record. If it wasn't even Even 100% Cam Newton at this point. I don't, it's not been to me when he could have been hurt for a long time and we didn't know it. This is true. Um, but to me, it's been a couple of years. This is of some, of some suspect, some like, suspect play. Yeah. Yeah. Like remember when we had this conversation about him a few weeks ago and I said I don't know if it's hard to that's true but I you know what and and during that conversation and this is before we found out about the Liz Frank injury right I, exactly. I said that I think that he's still injured and at the time I, I knew nothing about the, the foot right right I thought it was just still his shoulder right we were talking about the shoulder correct but in in fairness to that point I honestly think that Cam needs to go somewhere else and then maybe the idea is Carolina needs to try to trade him now to get as much value as they can get for him as opposed to cutting him and letting him leave in free agency. Um, because I feel like there, there'll be some takers. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, feel like, I feel like there'll be a job in Atlanta and, you know, sometime soon. Oh, <laughs> help me. Oh. Oh. There'll Ooh, be a job in Atlanta. Okay. All right. But no. Ooh. No, so I, I, I get so to move past this one there's another one brewing and I think this is the only other one we could use I was trying to connect the Jets in some way but I don't know uh, <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry>. Luke <laughs> <laughs> every time I think about the Jets and I just think about why he was I'm oh sorry, man y'all Sam Darnold and, and his kissing disease yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but anyway. he did come back and he showed out against the, the Cowboys but, yeah. but I mean you know, I'm not saying he wasn't he yeah. His backup wasn't successful though, so I don't think no, I don't think that we can use that like, one. Like, thank you for coming back, Mr. Darnold. That's what right. And they they actually cut uh, the backup. Did they? Yeah, they well, they cut him. Well, they had signed him off the like, practice squad anyway. Up all out the place. Just get out. Right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh god. But no. So. But the other one was in Jacksonville, Gardner Minshew. Yes. Yes. Being the backup with. Uh, Nick, Nick Foles. Foles. I, I know I was I was stuck on Luke. Uh no, Nick, Nick Foles, Foles being a starter. Yeah. Now, 
Well, well, you know how I feel about this. I know you do. It's some personal stuff, but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, listen, it's Minshew mania down. It is. It's Minshew. I mean, people walking around with mustaches. Like, Lord have hilarious. mercy. Hilarious, but in my opinion, again, because I still was trying to figure out. I know he led them to the Super Bowl and won and all this, and I know he did every year that Carson Wentz been hurt. He was the person he stepped he stepped up, but that's what yeah. a good back does. I mean, but, he, so, but when you were the starter before, you weren't this good. I just don't know if you you should be a backup. And I'm talking about Nick Foles. Right. I mean, but he was so, a Super Bowl MVP. Again. But as a in a either who it was a backup role, correct? This is true. Okay. So I feel like you should just be a back like you're like a Matt Schaub to me. You okay, we had this yeah, we had this conversation about Matt Schaub. You're you're a Matt Schaub to me. Like Matt Schaub is a great quarterback, but you're a great backup quarterback. Yeah. Like you're the dude. I don't even work. Like literally, I don't worry that nothing's gonna fall off if something happened to Matt Ryan. Well, I mean, with the way Matt Ryan been playing, <laughs> well, he's number two in pa- oh, no. anyway. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Well, so, so yeah. I pretty so much. Again, oh, I'm sorry. I feel like Minshew should be should be uh, the starter and the man. He, he should go until the wheels fall off. He should just keep on until the wheels fall off. If I'm the coach, I'm not making that kind of decision if we're succeeding about some seniority or because you've been here or whatever. Right. Because I'm not. I'm sorry. This is a game that w- the objective is to win. Yeah. And so if that's my objective and this person is winning for me, guess what? Well, you, I, you know, that's how Russell Wilson ended up becoming the starting quarterback. Because uh, how many other? Because Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll was fearless in his decision to yeah. start Russell Wilson over. I can't think of his name, but he was the backup quarterback for the Packers. And they brought him over because mm-hmm. uh, he had he had spelled Aaron Rodgers for some time while he was injured. Mm-hmm. And he got that big contract and See? didn't start at all. See? But that's the same thing. Essentially, what we're talking about with Nick Foles. This, this is true. This is the same thing. But, well, so the difference, though, I would say is Nick Foles got hurt. Okay. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying the the premise behind the whole thing. You were a backup. Yeah. And they just said, oh, because you did this and you did, but you did it in a backup role. I don't care that you. It just yeah. There's a different mentality about being a starting quarterback and being a backup. And I know that could be said of these people that are backing up, but none of them is trying to. They just let let this to the wheels fall off. I'm yeah. not saying. It, do next year should be getting big contracts to be starters. I'm not, but until the wheels fall off. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna have to go with Nick Foles though. Well, you go ahead. I got to. I mean, okay. You got to go with the Super Bowl. No, you got to go with no, the Super Bowl champion. You got to. Oh, okay. So Eli need his job back from Daniel Jones. Wait a minute. <laughs> 
<laughs> Eli ain't been injured. <laughs> no, 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 no. You just said the logic was that he was a Super Bowl champ. So Eli's well, a two-time Super Bowl champ. Well, well, he need a job. No, back, no, right? God no, God no. Oh, okay. <laughs> the caveat here is that Nick Foles lost his position in injury, and okay. uh, Eli Manning has lost his position to just the fact that he can't play. Well, okay. He, I mean, he. Nobody can take his Super Bowl runs away from him. He, he had two, two really, really good Super Bowl runs. Mm-hmm. But he has. I actually, I would say it was. It's less than mediocrity. Yeah, the type of quarterback that he's been, other than those Super Bowl years. But um, well, I feel. I feel like Nick Foles. Uh, I feel like Nick Foles deserves to be the starter. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not suggesting that winning doesn't account for anything, but um, Nick Nick Foles has proven to be a good quarterback. Even if you say it's been in it's been in an extended period of time, so even if even if looking at him as a backup, like he's been the starter for the Eagles for an extended period of time, and so I, I think you know. And you know, quarterbacks resurrect their careers. Like if we think about how Kurt Warner uh was bagging groceries and yeah. you know, yeah. he ended up coming uh to the Rams with the greatest that show on the turf. Lord. Yeah. That was the Lord's baby. It, that was the Lord's amen. baby. Amen. <laughs> that was the Lord. <laughs> and then <laughs> the, then he went to the Cardinals and took them to a Super Bowl. Right. That was the this man had favor. Yeah. That's what that was. He so did. Tim Tebow had a, even had a career for as long as he did. Oh, oh yeah. You know that it was the right. <laughs> got it. Got it. They're working his magic. <laughs> yeah. So, no. But y'all let us know who's really right. Yeah. I feel like the out of the three we talked about, at least two of those three should keep their, their jobs of the backups. The backups. Keep their jobs at this point because – I just think things are going better with them. I don't know if you mess with that chemistry. Obviously, Jared, he's in a different way. Yeah, I think, I think if you lose your position to injury, I think you uh, I think you should, once you're 100%, your position should be returned to you. Now, my coaches used to say that. They didn't necessarily mm-hmm. practice what they preached. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I feel them. Like, yeah. oh, let me not mess with Let's go with the high hand. <laughs> Let's... Yeah, just work. I love you. But, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Just, let's just be clear. These people, their money doesn't diminish because they're not playing. No. Like, they still get paid. Don't chill. My body can rest. I'm good. Go well, it's, it's, I'm going to still make this money, and you can go out there and do that. It's probably certain bonuses that, you know, would probably decrease some oh, of their money. I mean, because, you know, they have, like, a, a bonus where, like, if you start so many games, you get this yeah. extra money or. Okay, like they need it. Come on, man. Yeah. Listen, I was, I, and we're going to talk a little bit about them later, but I was listening to a story about uh, Pat McAfee and how mm-hmm. uh, if he decided to go to the Pro Bowl, he was selected to the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. If he had to decide it, he would have got an extra $250,000. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, thank you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Sometimes it just ain't worth no, it. No, like nah, it's, it's not going to ever not be worth it. <laughs> oh, well, I feel it. Nah. Like sometimes you be like, mm, nah, I'm good. Not for 250000 No, I'm going to be. But 
250,000 is a drop in the bucket to them. That's true. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, you got to put it in perspective. I know, but $250,000 to you sounds like a lot of money because you don't have a, a, a trillion over there. Right. But for them, that's nothing. But I, I still, I mean, even a, I don't, I don't, I feel like millionaires wouldn't say that. I feel like because the stories that you hear about people who are millionaires and billionaires, they're like super tightened. You know, what I'm saying? With, their money, with their money, yeah. Like they not just yeah. letting the extra two hundred and fifty thousand that they could probably invest and turn into like something bigger go. Well, okay, no, I won't say that. I, I feel like <laughs> if it's a bad deal, and exactly. they think that it could they hurt them in some way. The, exactly. Yeah. They don't weigh it all out before they make that. They're not just gonna jump at it. Just, just it jump is. at it because it's the money. You're right. They're not. You're right. They're not. They're not gonna just jump at it because it is. They're gonna make sure it's a good investment for them. Right. So if he felt like that wasn't a good investment, right. but it's the, he's a kicker and it's the Pro Bowl. <laughs> it ain't like you going and over again, there thinking you're gonna get hurt. <laughs> again, I'm with it. Like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> if that's just how you feel, I mean, for real. Man. Yeah. So y'all let us let know. Us know who y'all think. Right. Let us know. I, I want to be really right this time, guys. I think you should vote for me. <laughs> I won't even say anything. Give you a fighting chance. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> I, did, did we talk about this story last week? This is the Mario Davis story? No. We didn't mention it at all? I wanted to, but I didn't. I don't think so. I wanted to talk about it, but I don't think we did. Oh, wow. Okay. So I, but before we talk about the appeal, um, the Mario Davis wore a hat. I mean, I had a uh, it was like kind of a, Head, a, a, headband. a headband that said, what did it say? Man of God. And, and he was fined by the NFL because um, it didn't have, it wasn't NFL insignia and it didn't go along with their uh, dress code policy. <laughs> so the NFL, <laughs> uh, let's, say, let's say Roger Goodell. <laughs> not even the NFL. Not even the NFL. Call you out particularly. Okay. Roger Goodell allowed this to be upheld that he would be fined for wearing a headband and said, "Man of God." Now I would have been afraid if I'm the exactly like okay, we just gonna let this one rap. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I and I use Roger Goodell's name because I would want to know if Adam Silver. Mm. would have allowed one of the NBA players mm-hmm. to be fine. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I know he wouldn't. Because when the NBA players wore the shirts um, supporting um, victims of violence mm-hmm. against, you know, mm-hmm. unarmed black men, yeah. um, nobody got fined. Nope. Nobody lost money. Nope. So, another... You know, another instance proven that Adam Silver is just the best uh, yeah. commissioner that sports has to offer. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and Roger Goodell is trash. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> right. But no. So, yeah. so, no, this, this, this whole wanting to, back to what we talked about last week, the whole conformity thing. Yes. Like, this is just, it's, it's not even possible because in society, there are so many, there's so much diversity and so many causes and people where they are that 
it's even hard to get people in just society as a whole to conform to any one thing. Right. So to ask these men to conform to a point where you suppress their uh, their rights, right. essentially, is just crazy to me. Yeah. It's crazy. But the good news in all of this is... Yes. He appealed and he won. Yep. So kudos to, to whoever listened to this case and realized that yeah. there's in this case yeah. at least in this case right. that the dress code policy was ridiculous yeah I mean it makes no sense first of all for me the thing is I got it on it's on my headband my headband isn't showing with my helmet on mm-hmm this is just me. This is no different than the the people, you know, wanting to put the the scripture under their eyes. Right. Or, like, if that, right. Listen, listen. I don't play with. Don't play with me about my God. Yeah. This is on a personal level. This has nothing to do with anybody's right. Right. Don't play with me about my God. If that's what I choose, it's no different than. So, are you gonna tell people they're gonna have to stop kneeling and you know thanking God? Like they used to right. do so much when they score. When they score touchdowns. Now. Mm-hmm. Are you, I mean, and some people no still do it. Adrian Peterson exactly. still does it. Right. Is it, is are you gonna tell them to stop doing that? Because it's no different. Right. I'm just expressing mine like this. I'm I'm so glad. I'm so glad that they didn't set a precedent by allowing their ruling to be upheld. Yeah. <laughs> because I, that that really would have, you know. That would have been a bad. I mean, it already looks bad that you would yeah, even find, tried. like, try to find right. at in the first place. Seven thousand dollars, like, what? yeah, what? no. So and he and so, but I loved his response even before he won his appeal. His response was he went out on social media and asked asked the people, should he just do it every week and just eat the money? Oh wow! Anyway, yeah, yeah, I loved that. Like, yeah. Fine, just find me because I'm gonna keep doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So shout out to you, Demario Davis, like for, yes. for standing your ground and yes. for um just sticking to your guns, like with your faith. Yeah. Cause I mean that's what it's that's what it's about. Right yeah. There. That's what it's about. He knew no matter what, God's got it. Right. So whatever. Like yeah, that was great. That's yeah. Like, yay, victory for, look, victory for Jesus. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but that was a good story. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got a quick one, though. Uh, oh, gosh. This Todd is- Gurley. <laughs> oh, my God. And his NCAA like, t-shirt. I knew you would love this. Oh, I knew you would man. Love this. That's why I had to bring it up. This might be my favorite one on here. Uh-huh. <laughs> And the NCAA doesn't stand for National Collegiate Athletic Association. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it does not. It stands for nobody cares about the athlete. Yeah. And Lord, like, if that wasn't on time, especially yeah. with this legislation going through and yeah, and folks are really calling around trying to find out how to stop it. I'm sure. I'm sure. Can you imagine what's going to happen to so many, I mean, let's just, well, yeah. to so many athletes who would not have had 
because so few of them are going to make it to the next level right? beyond collegiate. So to have this opportunity as a collegiate athlete to, to begin to brand yourself and truly make, make money, oh, this it, it opens the doors for so many more people to have so much more. Yes. You, you know what athlete comes to mind when I think about uh, their NFL career and how it was kind of underwhelming? But they, they had a great college career, and I think they would have really benefited from uh, their likeness in college. Peter Ward cool. from okay. Florida State. Mm-hmm. was drafted by the Bengals, I believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was the man at Florida State. Yeah. He had a, yeah. He had a very underwhelming career uh, mm-hmm. with the Bengals, and I think he jumped around to a few other, other teams. But if he could have made that money because he was such a star in college. Right. Um, you know, it, it life just would have looked a little different for, for him. Yeah. Someone else. I mean, there's a few of them like that. Yeah. I think about, what's his name? Oh, God, every time I think about it, I think about his injury. Lattimore from South Carolina. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is, is it Marshawn Lattimore? No, that's the... It's Marcus... It's something with it. Yeah, I, Marshawn yeah. Lattimore is the corner from uh, the Saints. Uh-uh. I think it was Marcus no. Lattimore. Yes. And that Try. that knee injury, Woo. like it, it could all be. He never played the NFL down. Exactly. But he was so because he was so dynamic in college. He would have yeah. been. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. This would have benefited somebody. Maurice Correct for that. Right. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's so many. We could just keep naming. Right. But anyway, but yeah. So, so yeah, Todd girl. Yeah, thank you. I, I need to find that T-shirt okay. so I can get me one. I know you do. I know you like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if this one was our my favorite, yeah. this has to be at a close second. Okay, for both of us. Yes. <laughs> so y'all notice we have been having Patriot talk lately. At, at all, we've been trying to keep it away from the Patriots. Yeah, but this one we can't. Oh uh-huh, man, this one did my heart proud. Oh God. There was a student who used this science fair project to prove that <laughs> the Patriots, and more specifically Tom Brady, is a cheater. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, baby, yes. So I love this story. <laughs> oh, I love this story. He he oh, he had a hypothesis. Yeah. He came through with some compelling uh facts. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. To prove that deflated footballs can give you an unfair advantage. Yeah. And Yeah. I, I wish he had gone back to deflate. I mean to uh <laughs> Spygate. By Spygate, right. <laughs> we could have the, uh-huh. we, yeah. we could have did the Patriots in all the way around. <laughs> okay. All the way. Look. And how is it that this child can prove this in the NFL camp? Right. Right. Yeah. So it was really cool. So it ended up getting him honorable mention, I believe, and which got him an opportunity to go to, like, the state. (laughs) Oh, to the state. uh, State Yes. Yes. So that he can. Yes. I just loved it. I said, I don't know. I still didn't look to see where he was from, but I, I just was like, yes, baby. This was so smart. I loved it. It was clever. I I believe Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. Um, I, I see Lexington, Lexington, but I can't tell if it's Kentucky or not. Okay. 
but the irony of of this story is he's he's a ten year old at uh, uh, Mill Creek <laughs> Elementary School, but he's a quarterback himself. See, he don't want to be around no cheese. Uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh. That's right. Yeah, but win it, win it fair square. Don't do it at all. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes, it's, yeah, it's Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm so, you, it was great. Great story. Yes, Ace Davis. Started, Shout out I to you. <laughs> I was cracking up like, oh, we can't not. Talk right. Look, look, we don't usually do. We don't usually do four uh, topics or right. or three after who's really right. We was like, no, nah, we got to slide this in. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yes. Yes. But yes. All right. On to the real. Now, when I, you know, it's funny too, and I won't, I won't mention the name, but I had sent you uh, this morning after we had already had the production meeting. Um, Who uh, another person who I I thought would be perfect for onto the real, and I, I I contemplated it for a minute. Like, man, maybe we should just go with him. Yeah. But um, I, because of the person that we're about to talk about now. Um, and I mentioned him earlier, um, just his wit, his stand up. I felt like we we could move on and we can do a little more studying on the person that I mentioned this morning. Yeah. 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 Um, and we could go on and talk about um, Pat McAfee. Yeah. Um, so Pat McAfee was a kicker slash punter for the Colts for maybe eight, nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was telling the story um, on his show about how he got to a point where um, football just wasn't fun anymore. Like he he was dreading going to camp, mm. and so he was he had already started to um, do things off the field. Like he had started doing stand up, um, mm-hmm. and he had had the idea of getting into television. So he called a, a very uh, famous. Um, agent to see if there would be any takers out there for um, him to be on the television network. Mm-hmm. And the agent called him back and said, yeah, nobody, nobody's checking for you. Right. And yeah. mm-hmm. he could have been discouraged by that. No. But when you know what God got for you. Right. No. No. So he made the decision to go ahead and put his own thing together, shoot his own show um, in a visual podcast type format and not only did Fox pull the trigger on him uh, after maybe uh, a, a, I don't know how long it was he, of him shooting that show mm-hmm. Fox pulled the trigger and gave him his own show the, the Pat McAfee show but he's a regular guest on Get Up on ESPN Yeah. so he's just getting <laughs> money anyway and he's still doing his stand up I love it I love it. Yeah. I love this. Like I said, oh, we gotta do this. Yes. Because like this is this story even more so than a lot of the other ones that we've even done on here with on to the real. So um um exemplifies what we always talking about. That you're more than the sport. Yeah. And knew who he was yes. outside of the sport and he not even just okay I know I'm a little funny so I can go no he knew he had a true gift and so he wasn't not even allowing people to to derail or to um, down him to the point where he would give it up 
Right. The same tenacity he went after football because football you had to be tenacious to make it to the NFL. Oh yeah. That's a kicker. So yes. the same tenacity he went after football, he then turned it to what was next and what he is outside of the sport. And so this is the epitome of what we always yes. talk about and what we want to see every athlete leave the sport whenever it's their time for it to be over with that same assurance about who they are right. outside of the sport and the tenacity that they use to go get into the sport. They use, use that, that same, to... same energy for that thing that you know you are outside of the sport. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I love it. This is a great story. And if if you guys have never watched one of his videos, his videos are on YouTube. Uh, his show comes on, I believe. Well, if you can't find it anywhere, you'll definitely find it on YouTube. He has some of the funniest stories. He tells stories about uh, uh, pranking. Um, who was the owner for the Colts? Jim Irsay? Bob Kraft. Bob Kraft. No, no, uh, the Colts. Jim, uh, Jim Irsay. Oh, you said the coast. Patriot talk. Patriot talk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he he has stories about that. He has stories about Peyton Manning. Oh. He has story. He has some great stories about Adam Vinatieri. Oh, Um, sure. And so, like, that's a long time. Yes, he he does a great job of telling the story, and um, he's just he's really funny. He's really funny. So, um, go check go check him out. Yeah. Want to support people who. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Yes. Yes. All right. So. All right. We 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 got the feel good final thought. Oh yeah. You, yeah. You told me. <laughs> you told me about this story. Listen, y'all. It took everything I had. I was in here balling. Oh man. <laughs> about this story because I just it was so beautiful. So. Um, there's a young man who goes to Samford University, mm-hmm. and that's in Alabama, I believe. Yes. Um, plays football, and his stepdad has been his stepdad since he was in the second grade. Mm-hmm. And so back in late July, early August, I believe it was, if I'm, don't quote me on the time frame. Mm-hmm. He, he started the the journey um, secretly, not letting his stepdad, mom, anybody know what he was doing, of having his last name changed to his stepdad's name mm-hmm. because he said it feels funny to him to even call the man his stepdad. Wow, he's been in his life and so done long. so much for him for so long, and so wow. they had the they had him. Um, they had him um, literally um, videoed while he so it was last week before the football game stepdad of course is there because he supports him he's there to you know cheer the team on whatever mm-hmm. and comes out to him and he's like he asking him all these questions and the stepdad is looking all confused he's like you know I love you right and he's like yes <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, you mean my, you're my world. You mean everything to me. And he's really perplexed. Like, I don't know where this is going, but okay. And so he's like, yeah, he was like, you know, I love you too, son. And all of this. And then he he pulls out the papers where it had been approved that he could change his name. And he gave them to him. He said, I changed my name. 
And so he said, now my name is George um, Musto. And he turned Musto. around. And he turned around and his and on the back of his jersey it said Musto. So the, the oh, team got in with him on it and everything to have his jersey redone, to have his jersey, you know, restitched with the name on it. Yeah. Amazing. Man. That's okay. one of that's one of the stories make your eyeballs sweat. Okay, make your eyeballs sweat. Look, I can admit it. I cried. It was beautiful. I just thought it was so beautiful. And, and his his stepdad, well, his dad, bawled like a baby. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, he I am like sure. It was beautiful. <laughs> this make you know we always say we look for feel good stories that just make you smile. This yeah, you smile because you're like, oh, right. That's so sweet. Right, man. You did that for your dad. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I just, you know, because typically it's the parents who do things like that. So right. So for him to be a son willing to take on some another man, even though this man was like his dad, name was huge. I just yeah. thought it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Anyway. Man. Yeah. So, yeah, shout out to you, George Musso. And, and shout out yes. to, shout out to you. I, I I don't want to say stepdad. Shout out no. to your dad. Yes. For Mr. Being, Musto. Right. Yes. Mr. Musto for being that impactful in your life to yes. even make you want to do yes. that. You know, yes. like yes. that's awesome. That's awesome yeah. that you stepped up to the plate like that and showed this guy, showed, showed George yeah. a father as opposed to just a stepfather. That's right. That's so, right. So great story yeah. all the way around. Yeah. Like it really is. Like kudos yeah. to all y'all. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good choice, mom. All of you. yeah, right, 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 yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> Man, yeah. Well, we're at the end of another one. Okay. Um, we appreciate you guys for listening every week. You know, I'm I'm looking at the numbers and I see that you know the folks who have been riding with us are continuing to ride with us. Um. New listeners, we appreciate you guys for giving us your ear for a little while. We pray that, you know, when you hear our voices and we come through while it's our perspectives that you, you see and hear God in us. For um, sure. Yes. <laughs> and you understand, like, the 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 passion um, and the purpose behind this podcast and, and just the reason why we do it. So um, we just thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at Fields to the Real, at Fields to the Real on Twitter. If you want to reach out to us, if you just want to give us suggestions, if you want to ask us questions, shoot us an email, uh, Fields to the Real at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll see. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Now put the cameras on me, 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 put the cameras on me.